0: In a world where people are famous for doing nothing, we're here to discover the ordinary individuals who take giant leaps to do something extraordinary. Welcome to Moving Forward. Hello, everyone. This is John Lim with Moving Forward, and today I am interviewing Angelo Spinello, attorney and rock star. Angelo is general counsel at a great company, The Nerdery, where he previously served as a solutions engineer, working with clients on everything from developing interactive websites to mobile apps. Last year, Angelo was recognized by the National Law Journal as one of the Twin Cities' in-house legal departments of the year. Previously, Angelo has worked at the Justice Department and also practiced commercially, doing everything from contracts to divorce cases. Interestingly, at one point, Angelo deviated from practice and worked as a top sales representative at Guitar Center. But Angelo's love for music also extends to the stage, as he has played with several bands and just recently joined the band Full Circle as their lead guitarist. So, Angelo, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: It's good to be here, John. Oh, how are you? I am doing well. Doing um, well. B- busy, busy, but good.
0: How's the weather up in uh, Minneapolis?
1: I think it's. Been, I think we broke zero today. Oh my goodness!
0: <laughs> nice. and that's,
1: without, that's without the wind chill.
0: <laughs> without the wind. Oh my goodness. Well, Angelo, I've only just scratched the surface, and mm-hmm. I think our our listeners. I mean, you've such a diverse background, and you have such an interesting career path. So, I've only just touched on a little bit of your career. Can you fill in what I like to call the life and professional resume, and tell us a little more about yourself?
1: Sure. Um, well, if you can't tell from the way I talk, I'm from the East Coast, but I am living in Minnesota now. So I, I kind of started out there um, at Georgetown Law, um, where coincidentally we we uh, we met. That's right. Uh, <laughs> as 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 a transfer student. Um, that's right. You and
0: I were. The, I think the there were three of us in that orientation for transfer students, right? And the that's uh, right. The library tour. <laughs>
1: That's right. Yeah. We almost had to go on a tour of the library and like we were the only three people who actually wanted to do it. So that was, uh, that was how we met. That was, yes. uh,
0: hence the fact that you're working for a company called the nerdery,
1: right? (laughs) It's funny how all that stuff works out. But, um, yeah, so I had, uh, I, we, I transferred down to Georgetown law and, um, I, uh, because I just, I liked the DC area. I liked the opportunity that it offered and I kind of had known that I didn't want to go into the big law firm route. Uh, so I, I started with the justice department. I started as a summer intern there, and then they offered me a position, a full-time position, um, as an appellate attorney in the tax division. Um, Oh my
0: goodness. You are you know, and I know this is a podcast, so our our guests can't see you, but we'll post a picture of you on our website if that's okay with you. But (laughs) you are about as farthest away from tax attorney as I can imagine, especially when you're on stage playing with
1: your band. Right. No, it's it's true. But you know, that was kind of one of the one of the first things that I that I kind of figured out was that you sometimes you have to try to do something completely new to in order to get the, the experience that you want. And in my case I wanted to get in with the Justice Department. I knew that it was it was a, definitely a challenge um, to become an attorney with the Justice Department. But I also knew that no one really liked tax and no one really wanted to be in tax. So I said, <laughs> Well, I'll deal with tax. Um, so I ended up I ended up joining, uh, and as I said, I was in the uh, appellate section. So I just I did a, I did appeals. Um, I wrote briefs. I argued in front of circuit courts, and uh, you know, for a, a kid, because really that's what I was. I, I wasn't even twenty five at the time. Arguing in front of a circuit, a federal circuit court. You know, it's an it's an amazing experience, and a it's a humbling experience too. But I re, I really like that, but. You know, as as all things are, if you keep doing the same thing over and over, and you're really not moving forward or progressing towards towards your goals, uh, you kind of get bored of it, and you want to try something new. And in my case, I said, you know what? I want to be a rock star. I've always wanted to be a rock star. I'm going to leave the justice department. I'm going to leave tax law, and I'm going to go focus on my band, uh, record a CD. Play out and then uh, make a living working at a Guitar Center, doing sales on a, a, a job that was 100 percent commission. Um, you could imagine anyone anyone looking at me from the outside, anyone would think I was absolutely insane. <laughs> and uh, it was it was kind of a crazy thing because I'd never really done sales like that before in my life. But I knew guitars, I knew music, and I said, you know what? Let me uh, let me. This is a good challenge for me, and looking back on it, I only worked there for a couple months. I would say probably nine months maybe, but the skills that I learned there, uh, what I learned about sales, what I learned about techniques has become invaluable to me in what I do today. Had I not done that, I would have never been able to do what I do today um, because I I, I got an appreciation for what a salesperson goes through. I understand the numbers um, and when you're an attorney and dealing with salespeople all the time, um, you really have to understand the mentality and and what type of pressure they're under as well. So as I said, I stuck with the, that was Guitar Center, and then I decided to go back to practice. Um, But I wanted to try litigation. I've never done litigation before, so I went to work for a small law firm in Maryland, uh, right outside of Washington, D.C., and I actually was with them for several years, and I had pretty good experience doing trials. I did appeals again. I I was their appeals guy because, you know, I was from the Justice Department and I had done appeals before. So I got to argue before the federal circuit for them. Um, But a lot of just experience in litigation, dealing with other attorneys, dealing with clients and also seeing the business side of, of law, which is something that you don't learn in law school. And it's something that you don't learn as a government attorney necessarily. So again, that was a valuable experience for me but I kind of got sick of the law and I decided <laughs> <laughs> seeing a trend
0: here, Angelo. I
1: know, I know. Right
0: No, but I, you know, I think an important takeaway is that you have continually just challenged yourself. You've tried new things. You've taken risks. You haven't just stuck with one thing and just gotten sort of to the point where you're just bored and, you know, just kind of, you know, checking in and checking out.
1: Right. And, and to me, that's, that's, that's a really important thing with a job. Um, cause you see so many people who, uh, you know, the next job I went to after the law firm was I went into corporate America and you see so many people who have been there for many, many years and they're not happy, they're not really advancing but the money's good and the benefits are good so they, they want to stay and I've never really wanted to let myself be confined by that You know, I, I don't want my, my happiness in my life to be based on my ability to make a certain amount of money or to have a certain uh, amount of comforts You know, material comforts so, um, so so speaking of that company, so what I had done was when, when I left the practice of law, I wasn't going to give up on all that legal education, right? I, have to, I had to get some type of return on it. Yeah, so absolutely. I, so I law school's the,
0: expensive these days, folks. So,
1: <laughs> That's what I'm told. So, um, so what I ended up doing was going to work um, for a company that most lawyers know, Westlaw which, coincidentally, you worked for as well. So, yes, I, um, I did my time there as well. So we uh, we, we, we joined forces, once again, um, under, for the, under the same company, at least, and I worked in the field. So I was in the in Washington, D.C. area, and I got to work with uh, law firms that were giant law firms, small law firms. I worked with the federal government agencies, and I was an account manager, so I got to Put my legal skills to use in terms of researching, um, teaching people how to do legal research online. Um, but then I also learned how to manage manage clients. You know, that was another skill that I was I was able to kind of really hone in the field because there's so many different types of people you deal with, um, and and you just you know you just you just learn how to how to work with with everyone. So I was in the field for several years, and. Um, I ended up moving to Minnesota, which is where Westlaw is based. They merged with Reuters and they became Thomson Reuters, so the headquarters was in Egan, Minnesota. And I ended up moving out there and working, leaving the field and working with product development. So that was interesting because um, as I was getting involved in product development, the first thing that Westlaw had done was, you know, Westlaw. So I was working with some of the online features, databases. But there was this awesome new thing that came out um, called an app. And (laughs) You know, I, I, it, we laugh now, but it was at the time, I remember someone came in with a phone and they said, look at this, it's called a smartphone. I'm like, okay, and, and it has apps. I'm like, well, what do you do with an app? Well, you open it up and you, know, you could get all this news information and stuff. Do and so you know what,
0: how old you sound right now? I know, I know, I know.
1: I know. And, and, and the sad thing is that this is what, like five years ago maybe, six yeah, years exactly. Ago? Uh So I got to work on one of the first apps that uh, Thomson Reuters put out. That was a great opportunity because I got the, uh, you know, I helped design the app. I got to work with developers, um, learning kind of how they had to write the code in order to make the app work. And then I got experience working with um, loading content on the app, so dealing with CMS systems, content management systems, and it really, it really interested me a lot and it, you know it was a new field that was kind of cool um, you know my kids thought it was awesome that i was i built an app that 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 That's, was the coolest thing i, I,
0: I think done. most adults would find that pretty cool too
1: <laughs> so uh so so yeah so i um I, I was part of the product development team that put that out and then i i did a stint for about a year in marketing and in marketing um you know that was another way to view the business um because you know, when I was in the field, I, I worked with new product development, but they were on the other side of things. I worked with marketing, but they were on the other side. So now I was having the opportunity to kind of see issues from everyone's, everyone's point of view. So marketing was fun because, again, um, there was this new thing called social media <laughs> that, that They they were thinking, "Oh, you know, we could advertise and we could push things on social media." So, uh for one of the products that I was in charge of, charge of, I I created the, their first Twitter account. Um and that was, that was <laughs> monumental. I I, do, I, do sound, I I I do sound old, don't I? But and and I became known as like the Twitter guy um for for my team like oh yeah go to angelo he knows about that twitter thing oh
0: he knows all about the 140 characters <laughs> and and re, what a retweet right? <laughs> is <laughs> well angelo you've had yeah. such an amazing career i mean just listening right. to your story it's been so diverse so can you tell us what are you passionate about and how did you discover that passion in your life
1: well i guess the i mean the the big thing that i love to do is is my music right yeah um yeah. But that that's I mean that's that's kind of an obvious one, right? It's everyone wants to be a rock star. and yeah, uh,
0: well, I think yeah. a lot of people would consider you a rock star. I mean, you've played <laughs> in so many bands, you've cut a CD, and and now uh, you know i've seen I've seen photos of you on stage from Facebook.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, I'm up there, but you know I, th- I think what I'm passionate about is is and this, I kind of feel like I'm gonna do one of those awesome powers, allow myself to introduce myself. Yeah, but, go
0: for it. This is your um, this
1: is the forum to do it. I'm passionate about finding something you're passionate about um, for my job right now that this is like this is the the perfect example for me this is why kind of I love doing what I'm doing because I just kind of walked into something where my whole life I've been training um, or my whole professional life I, I, I've been subject to um learning about the law and 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 um, and and getting all these new skill sets right and now all of a sudden it's like that scene in the karate kid where I was, Great I'd movie. Been, Great I, movie. Been, I know. I've been yelling at Mr. Miyagi for days saying, like, why am I doing all this stuff? And all of a sudden he starts throwing punches at me and and I'm blocking them and, you know.
0: Oh, I, I love that analogy, Angelo. And, and I think one of the big takeaways is that you've just been – You've been very open to trying different things, picking up new skill sets. I mean, there are very few attorneys out there who are also adept at sales, marketing, much less, you know, program technology with apps and websites. So that really is that killer black belt combination, if you will. And it's just it seems like that has just taken you to a place in your career where you've really been able to be fulfilled and find a lot of success.
1: Right. Well, and you know, I mean, I'll take your, your black belt metaphor and I'll raise a Bruce Lee quote, which is that, you know, i kind of view myself, I have to be like water and I have to just adjust to the situation that I'm in. And I, and I have a job right now where I can be like water every single day. Um,
0: Oh, I love that quote. It, is, oh, it yeah. is such a powerful metaphor, just being like water. I think he talks about just how it's formless, it's flexible, but then it right. can crash through and break rocks. I love that quote.
1: Right, and and that's and that's kind of what I do now. It's you know I I, I have the legal background, but I'm not I'm not confined by uh, you know the rules of writing briefs and and uh, you know just everything that everyone views a lawyer as being. You know I, I I'm almost I view I view myself more as a, a business partner many times um, because I do I, I work very closely with um, the management. I work closely with sales and. Although they they know that I'm the attorney and that I, I do have the legal advice, I think that the most important thing is that they view me as a counselor. And a lot of times they're they're looking for me for that counsel on, okay, how should I handle this business deal? Um, how should we structure this? Um, you know, what can we do to make this business happen?
0: Angela, we're going to dig a little deeper now and you know, explore a little bit about sort of your road to success and finding your passion. So can you share with us a time where you failed or mm-hmm. faced what seemed like a big insurmountable challenge that ended up being either a valuable learning experience or sort of a road to success for you?
1: The thing is, I've, I've never, I've never tried to, uh, consider, um, that there was a failure anywhere in my career. It, there's been places where I've been unhappy with things, but the thing is that where you, where some people might view it as failure, I view it as, okay, that's something I won't do again. Um, and my takeaway from that is, well, I, I know that I don't want to go into litigation, right? I, I wasn't happy as a trial attorney. This doesn't mean I failed at it. It just means it wasn't for me. So I, I think that that the key is is not getting down on yourself if you're unhappy in a particular role and and feeling that like you're stuck there, but trying to figure out how you could change it and move on to something new. It, that that's how I ended up in my company right now. Was uh, I was with I'd gone back to new product development and things really slowed down and there wasn't anything going on. Literally, there there wasn't really anything for me to work on, and I said, "Well, I'm." I'm not going to sit here and get paid to do absolutely nothing. You know that's that's not how I was raised, and that's just that's not how I'm going to stay happy. And I said, well, what have I been passionate about? Well, I remember I liked working on that app. I know that there's this really cool company locally that builds apps and websites, so I'm going to apply to work there, and that's exactly what I did.
0: Well, Angela, that's awesome. I love the fact that you've never really seen in your life. You know, you don't look at it as failures. You look at it as experiences. And you really are embodying sort of that Bruce Lee quote of just being like water, taking all the different learnings and taking all the different turns and just being able to see the opportunities that lie ahead. And I think that's really, really critical. And that's really super Mm -hmm. uh, important to do in your life.
1: You know, and the thing that the, the other point I would mention is that it, it, it's important to understand that sometimes you have to take a couple steps back. Sometimes you might need to, to reset and reinvent yourself. And, and I think that my story shows I, I've done that several times and it's scary. I, I've left jobs where I've taken pay cuts. I mean, think, I think just about every time I've ever left a company or a job, I have taken a pay cut. And most people think that that's a crazy way to approach things. But in the in the long run in, in the short run it may look crazy but in the long run I've ended up with better experiences I've ended up making more money in the long run and I'm a happier person for it So you know I, it's, it, it's it's a scary risk to take but you have to be willing to take it at, at least one do it at least once in your life reinvent yourself at least once
0: Oh I think a couple of times you know and I, I think that's also super important. One of the recurring themes that we've heard from our other guests is really just, you know, don't allow yourself to just be in a position where you're just trading time for money just because there's some false sense of security in doing that. And if right. you feel like you're not being challenged, if you're not passionate about what you're doing, take a risk. You know, even if it seems like a big one in the short term, it mm-hmm. can really, really pay off in the long term. And you'll never know until you take that risk.
1: Right. That's, that's, that's the truth.
0: Well, Angelo, um, we're going to dive a little bit into influences, and this next one is a two-part question. So we're going to start off with a little bit of pop culture, and I think, uh, you know, you've probably got some very good answers for this one, but, you know, can you name a particular movie, book, or song that has been greatly influential in your life?
1: That's a that's a tough one, because there, there's so many, um, you know, just as, you know, I've been talking today, I, I've mentioned, like, three and that wasn't even intentional they just kind of come out in my my vernacular but uh you know the 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 wisdom of Yoda is always something that I, that, <laughs> I, that I that I that I that I keep close to my heart and uh it's some you know his do or do not there isn't there's is no try you know in my mind that that's kind of an approach we all have to take every time I've switched jobs it's been okay I'm I'm making this switch I'm not going to try to see if I can make this new thing happen I'm I, I am going to uh you know I have to so uh, that that's kind of been uh, one for me, and you know, another one. This is this is kind of well. If you like Bill and Ted, this is, it's a this is a good one. But you know, I think be be excellent to each other. You know, Abraham Lincoln said at the end of that movie is is something that I think is is very important, particularly in business. Uh, w- w- you know, what I found is you know switching from being a litigator to being a transactional attorney. One of the biggest most pleasant things about it is that in transactional transactional attorneys are, are they're excellent to each other you know every time I usually finish a negotiation it might have been rough at times but either I or the attorney on the other side will send send an email saying hey you know it was real nice working with you on this that's not something that you have to do but it's you know it's, it's a nice thing to do and it's it's kind of nice to be part of a, a community of attorneys that, that treat each other that well because you know when I was a litigator, it wasn't like that at all. It, it was yelling and posturing and puffery and all that type of stuff. So, uh, you know, that's another quote that's pretty that 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 stands pretty true to me.
0: You know, Angelo, and I don't think in my entire life I've ever heard anyone so eloquently. Discuss Bill and Ted's Excellent <laughs> Adventure like that. So, props to you. I think that's that's absolutely beautiful. I also love your your callback to Yoda. You know, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and I I know you are as well. And yeah, and um, if you go to the Nerderies website, I think you'll see some of the some of the sci fi influences in there. But uh, I think that's really really powerful stuff. So, thank you for sharing that. Sure. Um, second part to the question: Has there been a person in your life that has left a lasting ex- uh, impression on you? Towards finding your career or finding your life's
1: passion. Sure, you know it was. uh, I'd probably say that the the one moment that sticks out for me was uh, my dad, who he actually passed away several years ago. But um, he had told me uh, when I was I did my first year of law school in Albany Law School in Albany, New York, and I had always wanted to go to Georgetown. And I, I I did really well my first year of law school, and I was starting to say. I was talking to him one day and I was saying, should I, should I just stay here? I mean, I'm I'm doing really well. I know I'm going to probably be able to get a good job up here and, you know, keep my grades up high or should I try to go to Georgetown? It's going to be a lot more competition. It's going to be a bigger challenge. And he's like, look, if you're asking yourself that question, he's like, you're just going to regret it the rest of your life if you don't give it a shot. So you have to just go for it. And, and I've kind of taken that, throughout my entire career you know when i'm starting to ask myself that question should i go ahead and leave the justice department and go work at guitar center you know should i leave guitar center and go back into law should i leave law and go to west law should i leave washington dc and move to minnesota you know every time i've i've, I've, I've thought of that little conversation that him and i had and it's it's really held true and i, and I think that it's it's never led me wrong
0: that's awesome angelo and and what a great way to honor your dad just by taking that advice and living it as part of your philosophy day after day after day i think that's really really amazing so thank you so much for sharing that sure hey moving forward listeners if you're enjoying today's episode consider supporting the podcast you can purchase a copy of the corporate clichés adult coloring book or try out Amazon Prime or Audible using one of my affiliate links, which you can find in the write-up for any of the episodes at bemovingforward.com. Hey, Angelo, you've had so many great experiences, and you've been able to pivot, you've been able to reinvent yourself. What advice do you have for someone who may be listening to this who's struggling to find their passion or is struggling to get to a place where they can be passionate about what they're doing?
1: i think that uh well i said i i've definitely i've been there i mean there was a there was a a good amount of time in my life where i just i i had no direction and i mean this is like after law school this was after um i was with the justice department i left guitar center and i was just like i don't know what the heck i want to do with my life um What I had done was I kind of just sat down and figured out and and, and thought, you know, what am I passionate about? What do I really care about? What am I good at? Um, And you know, what could I? What what am I really good at now that I could work on that will also kind of answer on on the as a tangent, like help that other thing that I'm interested in? And and I got the idea from this book that was called um, I think it's what, What Color Is Your Parachute or something. Oh yes, yes. I read that someone recommended I read that, and and to me, and that's and that's kind of what I had done. So you just have to kind of keep keep moving forward, just trying new things. That's the important thing. Don't go back to what you've done before and you know didn't work. Um, you know, I've seen it happen with so many people that they say they leave a particular job or a particular company or a particular career, and then and they and they, the entire time they were in that, they they would say how miserable they were and how much they hated it. But then it's such a security blanket that they end up going back to it anyway, and the cycle just continues. You know, and that was one thing that I never did is I never went back to doing what I had done before. Instead, I didn't go back to being an appellate attorney, even though I could have. I went back. To, I tried trial law because i had never done that before. Um, and the same thing with, with, when I, with when I came to the nerdery. I, you know, I had no interest in doing litigation. I had no interest in doing uh, appellate work. I, but I had never done corporate law. It was something completely new for me. So that's that's kind of what I would tell people: is keep moving forward, keep trying something different, and eventually something is going to stick.
0: Like Yoda said, "Do or do not. There's no try." I love yeah. it. You know, I think that's fantastic advice, Angelo. Angelo, what is next for you?
1: Oh, that's, that's a that's a good question. Well, I'm a I am I I. I as judge Dredd says i am the law here um (laughs) i I am the legal department so so i think the next thing for me is is to grow this and to expand what legal is capable of doing here at the nerdery um as i said as, as you mentioned i i was the first general counsel here i created the legal department because i saw there was a need for it at the time um and, you know, my first couple of years, the focus has been just kind of getting things in line, focusing on contracts and answering a lot of general practice type questions that come up. And what I view is I'd like to get some more infrastructure in place in terms of things that bigger companies have, um, everything from, you know, I put in a business continuity plan for the business last year to doing um uh, you know, a, a cyber liability, uh, kind of audit of the company.
0: Oh, that's um, a huge
1: area right now too. Oh, uh, absolutely. It is. And, um, and, and, and also kind of just educating our employees on IP and that's, you know, that's another thing. Intellectual property. You couldn't get, you couldn't pay me to go to an IP course when I was in law school. I had no interest <laughs> in it. And now it, it occupies so much of my time and it's such an interesting thing. So, uh, that's you know I always think that's funny that I I, I knew nothing about IP until I started working here. No, that's but, so interesting.
0: Yeah, no, but, it's it's funny yeah. what you'll you'll pick up in the real world when you're actually practicing as opposed to being in law school, sitting through those classes.
1: Right. Right. Or or in the real world when you're applying law to business. To me, that that's that makes a huge difference because it's one thing to sit in your office and advise a client. Who's you know paying you hundreds of dollars an hour? It's another thing to be kind of working side by side with your client to make sure that whatever they want to happen will happen, while controlling the risk and understanding all the risk that's involved.
0: Well, I think you've kind of taken it to a new level, Angelo. I mean, just and I think that's so important for attorneys to evolve. They really have to be more like partners, and mm-hmm. understand all aspects of business. You know, so there's so many people that I've run into, and I know you have, who say, oh, I'm, I'm going to law school because I, I just don't like numbers. Well, I, think, <laughs> I think the time has come where attorneys yeah. really have to start understanding numbers and the business side of things in order to stay relevant.
1: That's so true. It's so true. I, I can't imagine an attorney who really could stay away from numbers. Yeah,
0: I, I think it's unavoidable. Well, Angelo, thank you so much. I, one last question for you. Sure. I have no doubt that you have made an impact, probably quite a few people, maybe in the legal profession, maybe a law student, or maybe just someone in general, uh, has you've made an impact uh, on them with your story. What is the best way that our listeners can make a connection with you?
1: Uh, probably LinkedIn. Unlike uh, other, it seems like every attorney is not good on LinkedIn, but I'm actually pretty good with LinkedIn, so that's that's probably the best way to reach out to me.
0: Awesome, awesome, and we will uh, we will post, uh, you know, we'll post the nerdery website on our website. But Angelo, thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule to share your story, and uh, really appreciate it, and all of your inspiration, and uh, really, really, it's it's quite an extraordinary story.
1: Oh, thank you. It's my pleasure.
0: Well, folks, this has been moving forward. This is what it's all about discovering the extraordinary. And you have just heard Angelo Spinello's extraordinary tale being an attorney being a rock star and being a rock star is not just him on stage playing the guitar although he's excellent at that being a rock star is just trying new things moving forward and not being afraid to take those risks folks if you like our program please support us rate us review us subscribe to us on itunes for stitcher thank you all so much and we look forward to chatting with you soon have a great day angelo you too now it's time for you to move forward and discover the extraordinary in you Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and
1: BeMovingForward.com. All rights reserved.